is oh so curious. It's three curious minds trying to tell time. I'm Andrew Frankel. Over there is Dan, and I've been waiting to do this all day. Hey, Magdalena. Um, so <laughs> I... I don't know. If, has anybody done that to you? I've, I've been thinking that for a yeah. long time. I, yeah, I, it's not, not that original, but it, it, <laughs> I just traveled way back in time. You know, cool. now now you yeah. just completely threw me off because that's going to be stuck in my head the whole time. That's guess where <laughs> guess what's been stuck in my head for three hours. <laughs> anyway, today's oh. going to be a little bit different because we're doing some comparative literature. We uh, we watched E.T., the classic Spielberg film the extraterrestrial, but we also watched Koi Milia, the Bollywood loose adaptation per Dan's request because I'd never heard of it. In fact, it was the first Bollywood movie I'd ever watched. Um, spoiler alert, it was delightful. I really liked it. Um, but we're going to take a look at both of these movies and sort of see what what makes an adaptation good what's different about them and really um get into what which was which is better what did you you guys have any gut feelings mags uh, <laughs> um so as you guys know um that was the first time i've ever watched both of those films mm. and yeah there was a reason why I, I, i've been avoiding watching et uh, even though I know it's classic, me knowing film, like I should have watched it. But yeah, I I find it very uncomfortable. And I, I mean, I found E.T. very uncomfortable. However, yeah. the story was great. I really, really, really enjoyed E.T. Um, the other one, um, not so much. No. Uh, but I know Dan has completely different um, view. Well, oh, Dan, didn't you, you? You grew up with that one. You grew up with Koi Milia, right? Yeah, no, it, that that is a movie that to me was what probably for a lot of people, you know, growing up with E.T., what that E.T. was to them. So it's it's I, it was a seminal film for me in the sense that, you know, I, I like to state it as if, if for everybody, there's probably like you can counter on one hand a very small number of movies that will always hold a very special place in your heart because... They're not just movies that you watched and loved and liked. Like, granted, you know, people have those movies that, you know, this is the big best film that I, for a lot of people, that this is the best film that I think ever was made. But for me, it's, you know, right. it's more than that in the sense that I'm not saying it's the best film ever made, but it's one of the okay. films that, you know, most matters to me. Yeah. Really? That's... I'm sorry, Dan. <laughs> Which, hey, look, I I went into this, I think, so I'll, I'll give up a, uh, you know, behind the scenes secret here. I originally pitched this idea of let's compare, you know, remakes or adaptations between different film industries from around the world, world. And like, you know, let's compare, let's say the old boy, you know, remake that Hollywood did for the original or let's compare a Bollywood movie to a Hollywood movie. And I think when I went into this, I was like, I have no idea how you guys are going to react to it. Um, hopefully you I mean, will like it. But, Did you watch a lot of Bollywood movies growing up? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You did? I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I base I was I was born in 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 Pakistan, and then basically I moved to the UK when I was nine, and then I lived there for three years, and then um, I was in Manchester, and then from there I moved uh, to the US in '07. So oh my gosh. I grew I up with Bollywood movies, like 
it was that was that was I, the vast majority of what I watched. I for a think while. the the problem with maybe not the problem because I this is not the first Bollywood film I've seen, but I just forgot how long they are. I thought yeah. the, <laughs> if if they removed the dance sequences and and the songs and stuff, I think the film would have been one hour 30 minutes long in total yeah. i feel like the dance sequences made it extremely extremely long for me and yeah. it was i don't know perhaps it's me and you know it, my, my um, attention um to to films is shortened now i don't know how, just, how what about you andrew did you find it long did you I, feel like i'll just say i th- as my first as my first bollywood experience I was very charmed. It is so different from Hollywood, and it is so yeah. really it's 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 a much charming, more charming um, medium. It's like a completely different medium. It takes film yeah. back to being performance, and like they kind of know, like, hey, guess what? We're pretending. You know, we're pretending. Everybody knows this yeah. is pretend. And then there's singing and dancing, and it's like it's lighthearted <laughs> and fun and good natured and. I mean, it was it, it was so it strange. A smile. <laughs> and I will also say this: I watched it without subtitles. Oh wow! Really? Oh wow! Yeah. And Why? <laughs> because, well, first of all, sometimes they actually speak English, and I was like, that was that was English. Um, that, that's and, true. But the the action is so clear, and the direction is so clear that you really you don't need to know what the specifics of the words are you can you can follow the story perfectly um and anything that isn't super clear they say in english and i go oh okay yeah yeah that yeah that gives me some context but you know honestly sitting through et was tougher for me (laughs) yeah i mean i'll i'll say this i think the et as a movie probably here because i i agree with you i think it's and here's um before I go in too many directions, let me kind of like condense down my thought. Bollywood today versus Bollywood in 2003 is two very different things because as an industry as a whole, if you watch a movie that are being made today or that are considered like the best of the best in Hollywood, in Bollywood today, it's more closer to what you see in Hollywood. It's, it's you know, there's, there's less songs, movies are shorter in runtime. The story mm. tends to follow more of the traditional Hollywood three-act structure than movies back, let's say, 19 years ago did um, or... 18, yeah. 19, however long, it's 2003, let's do the math, almost 19 years. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this movie kind of is from a different time. So I think it's an even, it's a very different comparison because I think Hollywood, for the most part, 1980s to now, you know, three-act structure, yeah. run times, production, quali- production values are very similar. I mean, we, you can talk about the budget and stuff as we go along. E.T. was made for a fraction of what most movies today of, 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 of its ilk will be what made was for. It? Um, it was like 10 million. It was very 10.5 million, million, roughly. Very small. For um, 1998, right? 1982. Yeah. yeah. So 82, for, sorry. For 82, it's yeah. very, very small number. But today, so, oh, and the runtime. So the runtime, yeah, I mean, songs in Bollywood movies is like a given. I, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find Bollywood movies that don't have songs. Yeah. And back in those days before, I think it was not until like the mid-2010s that movies really started to kind of rear away where they were like, 
not every Bollywood movie needs five or six songs, and not and then songs used no, to be longer. But, you know, so the runtime used to get I, pushed because of it. Yeah, because I I have some experience in dance and stuff, so it's not. And I love musicals, yeah. like that's why I do like Bollywood films. However, this one in particular, it felt like the songs were three times longer than it should have been. Like actors had three, four costume changes in one <laughs> sequence. It it was a, like really over the top. Which, by the so, way, that style of yeah. song, like music videos or whatever you want to call them in mm -hmm. movies, was very common, like multiple costume changes. Was it? And actually, by mm -hmm. comparison to what bigger movies, because this was a movie that was big, but it wasn't like the biggest two or three movies that came out that, that year in Bollywood. So if it had a higher budget and it could go into more locations, usually in Bollywood movies, like some of the more out, like the songs that really get a lot more money put into it or even have, because the two act two leads in this movie were not really the biggest actors in the industry at the time. So obviously the budget and, and, and the name value and all that stuff wasn't as high. But if it was, you would have seen more costume changes, more location changes, because... Koimilia, for the most part, is a movie that takes place in that one valley area. Like, the event, and kind of, if you look at it from a producer's standpoint, it, yeah. was a, it, was, it was shot in that one location, and most of the songs and everything is in that one general area. It's mm -hmm. not really that expansive. So, yeah, I think that's those are standard, like, you, you know, things from back that, at that time that I was like, you're not, if you pull almost any movie from that era, you're going to see those things. But I do agree with you. I think, yeah, if you if you literally just went in and opened that movie and dropped it into a premiere timeline and cut out the songs, you would probably get rid of 30 odd minutes. And yeah, it would be, you know, much smoother. And, and there are definitely times in the movie where having watched it for the first time in almost 10 years, I noticed things differently than I would have before because obviously I am a different person than I was 10 years ago and therefore like yeah. my expectations and standards are so different. Do so you, do you yeah. still consider it a good film? Because obviously you know so much about how to write a story, yeah. how to, you know, produce a director. So is it the same experience or is it more of a n nostalgia for you right now? Um, no, I, I, a little bit of both. Like, here's the thing. So I watched it with my brother who was born in 2001. And mm. uh, he, so for him, he was two years old when this movie came out. Basically, he didn't know what the hell it was. And he is all, he's seen it far fewer times than I have. And this is like the last time I watched it, I was probably around how old he is today. So again, like very different experiences. And I've seen it almost twice as much as, as he has. So the movie holds, I have a very biased perspective on the film. So, but having said that, yes, I noticed a lot of things about the movie. I'm like, yes, that didn't quite age as well. But again, <laughs> I'm qualifying. I qualified a lot of those things where I was like, yes and no. Because I understood, like, this is a movie from a very different time. It's also a movie with, a very, like, for example, our producer Brian just pointed out to us um, that this this was, you know, India or, like, Bollywood in general. Bolly, well, but we shouldn't generalize because Bollywood is only one part of the Indian film industry. There's, like, six, mm. seven other um, you yeah. know, industries that the are there. Huge. like huge. Um, Bollywood, Tollywood, mm. Hollywood, like, you know, in different languages like Tamil and, 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 and Punjabi and... 
and Telugu, like some, there's other parts of the Indian film industry that are actually in some ways bigger and make more money in terms of the movies that, like the biggest movies in those Indian film industries make more money than the biggest Bollywood movies do, which is insane. But anyway, without going on that too much, this was, I think, India's third science fiction musical with elaborate special effects. Like which, sci-fi honestly, movies. you don't see science fiction musicals that often. Which no. Great. <laughs> well, here's the thing. So I think again, this is another place where I where I qualify that statement by saying this: a movie from a, a Bollywood film to be called mm. a musical, it's like calling water wet because yep. basically almost any Bollywood movie you pull out from, like, say, a catalog, you're gonna see songs in there. It's like a standard operating procedure kind of a thing. But so, sure. how? What is it called though? How is it class? Is it classified as musical? Well, let's see. Or I is mean, it not the most accurate assessment? Fiction. But if you go on, if you go on Wikipedia, it just says science fiction film, because interesting. Because it isn't. Um, it, so yeah, again, like in in Hollywood, if you like watch La La Land, it's gonna be a musical. Because like yeah. musical yeah. is musical in Hollywood is a genre, whereas in Bollywood musical is not really a genre. Genre yeah. um, musicals are like just every movie because then every movie would be a musical is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Right. But from so, a sci-fi perspective, this was really seminal in Bollywood because it was very much the first movie of the modern era of the 21st century. I mean, 2003, 21st century, three years in. But still, like the previous movie that was like the closest comparison and being like a true sci-fi in the Hollywood sense sci-fi and film was something called Mr. India and that came out like around in the 80s and basically it was based around the the sci-fi trope of uh, a man gains powers of being being able to turn himself invisible and then you know there's all kinds of story that you build around it like basically like <laughs> the invisible man except it was a more family-oriented movie so it wasn't a horror movie or anything but that was the closest Bollywood came to true sci-fi because sci-fi as a genre in Bollywood wasn't really a thing. And part, part of that has to do with VFX and things of that nature. Technology gotcha. not being as far along. Because if you notice the camera so technology was, and stuff, even the VFX so in this movie are one... not a lot of CGI. So, yeah. so how was it significant? Why is it... So obviously because it's a remake, but like why is this one... Was it did did it set up anything something new? Was it groundbreaking in the way science fiction films were told in in Bollywood, or is it was that kind of like just another film? Like how do they market it, or what was the big thing about it at the time? Do you, do you know? Well, yeah, I mean it was marketed as a sci-fi film, and again they in the marketing they lent they they leaned into a lot of the the elements that, that you would draw a comparison to E.T. Because yes, in India, people are aware of like Hollywood movies yeah. and they make a lot of movies, they play there, they make a lot of money. So yeah, obviously a lot of people knew, oh, this is like E.T., but like it's now made for an Indian audience. So like the cultural sensibilities and everything so are more aligned. Let's, let's, can we talk yeah. about that for a second? Because yeah. <laughs> you, you pitched this to me as this is a remake of E.T. And... I watched both of them, and ew, it's a it's a loose adaptation. Uh, to I, you know what? Let's take another step back because I think what we haven't done is we haven't really given each of these movies their due enough. That's what I was getting own. to. Yeah, yeah. So, E.T. E.T. is, you know, the our first introduction to him is like he's this scary thing outside that a kid sees. You know, and it's like, what is that? You got, you got to come see this. Um, there's this depiction of like 
what suburban life with a oh. you know a divorced mother uh, and her kids looks like, and um, you got this middle child, who's he's got well, how old is he? Ten, eleven, um, and he befriends this thing. He brings it in, and we get the sense that he's super intelligent, and he starts learning to communicate and learns everything about Earth. Um, but it's a slow process, and it's a big secret that this kid has to hide from his mom, which I don't know why, because the first thing he does is, you know, tell everybody. You would tell your mom when you're 10. Yeah. You yeah. would tell your mom and if you he, see something looking like this. And, yeah. you know, we get this Im implication that... They have somehow bonded mentally. They're connected. Um, it's been suggested that, you know, the kid's name is Elliot and the alien's name is E.T. And that's deliberate that it starts both start with E and end with T. And yeah. that's supposed to be like, you know, they're bonded. Yep. And we get this sort of telepathic. Um, we don't really know. You know, it, it does sort of keep the audience at a distance and in, in wonder being like, what, what is E.T.? What does he do? What are his powers? Um, which is kind of nice because it's not like right. saying, you know, I have I have heat vision and I'm using my heat vision. And that's what it's like. It wasn't so explicit, which was nice. Um, I and, just wish yeah. he looked different. He's a it creepy looking different. alien. Yeah. It's yeah. slimy. It, nope. I wish they looked like Ewoks from Star Wars or I don't know, something <laughs> a lot more. And funny enough, Steven Spielberg does a lot of Star Wars references in his film, obviously because him and George Lucas were friends, but I thought, I don't know, why can George Lucas make very likable aliens, whereas here it's not, I yeah, don't know, it was not my cup wrinkly, of tea to, to he's watch kind of bulbous, you know, his neck expands and contracts for no real reason. Um, <laughs> that was, yeah. it's, it's, no, yeah, I, oh, it's sorry. an uncomfortable, it he's ribbed. On a, along his neck, it's it's a very odd, long spindly I, fingers. It could have been done better. No, I, I think. Yeah. Let me let me just let me just kind of mention that I think this is this is maybe a good comparison, right? So, I feel like the character, yeah, the character design, when you look at it objectively on its own. I mean, if you compare it to what the other movie we we're going to talk about, Quimilia, character designs couldn't be diff more different. But no. But um, on its own, I think when you look at like what they were probably thinking, is you know the gray aliens from the UFO phenomenon. I think they yeah. were thinking that, but make it a little more kid friendly. So when you think, so the character design is still. I think there's a certain childlike wonder, like you know, um, that can the come from eyes. it. But it's something yeah. that if you are an adult, you're gonna perceive it very differently. Like again, our producer Brian sending us a really clever note here. The face was what? modeled after poet Carl Sandburg, Albert Einstein, and a pup dog, which I don't see. I that. am not getting any Albert Einstein. I will, I, and I'll, go, I'll put it I'll up go again. Even further to say his voice is so strange, um, oh. and is and is really is off-putting. Um, I mean, yeah, I really loved the story, just not Alien. I must say, like that was the only thing I. Or did it did it just age bad? How so? Well, same question I think that's to you, Andrew. Good, that's what was like? Point. What because was the reception like when it came out? Were kids actually, 
you know, when it the kids want it to be friends with E.T. or were they more, I don't, I don't know, afraid know. of it? The, for me, I remember watching this as a How kid and you? also being a uh, seven. Uh, and Wait, I just thought you weren't this... around in the 82 seven year. You, you're not. Let's just you didn't see it when it came out. in theaters. No. Right. I didn't okay. see when it came out in theaters. Just but clarify. It was one of those. It was yeah. one of those things where I it just always felt like I was supposed to like E.T. Like adults were always like, mm. oh, kids love E.T. It's like I'm a kid. I don't I don't like it. You know, <laughs> um, it makes me uncomfortable. And it always, it always has. Um, I think to your point, the technology here, like there's no real CGI. It's not, this is animatronics. Um, this was like what you would see on a Pirates of the, of the Caribbean ride. You know, it's like fake skin. It's, um, you know, robotic parts. It's uncanny. Yeah. Um, and for it to feel anything other than uncanny you know I, i'll be honest with you like it a guy in a costume would have been fine i um i, I agree <laughs> i mean i think they they went a little too far because it it's it's one of those things where i think you can say this about star wars to a certain degree where yes people who have discovered star wars for the first time years after the movies came out the originals i mean like the literal original trilogy not the sequel that would be me yeah i didn't really discover star wars proper like i knew about star wars i've seen parts of it i didn't really discover it proper like went through and watched all the originals and then the prequels until like the mid to late 2000s so to me yes i have a certain reverence for it but it's not the same as if i went to the theaters and i was caught up in the fervor pitch around it like think about it this way right here's a good comparison which we can probably relate to a little bit better there's a set of Batman movies in the 80s and 90s with Michael Keaton, with Val Kilmer, with George Clooney that sort of had the same continuity. And if you yeah. grew up with that, you connect, you experienced it in a certain way. And to this day, like Michael Keaton is your Batman, like, right? Yep. And then there is like yeah. the one that I grew up with, which came at a time that just matched up with me perfectly, was the Christopher Nolan trilogy of the Dark Knight trilogy. And to me, like Christian Bale is the best Batman. And to a lot of people subjectively and objectively, you know, those set of movies are the best Batman movies of all time. And then there's the Zack Snyder films where the Ben Affleck Batman, he did a, a couple of those. And now you have the Batman with Robert Pattinson. So I think when you compare it, like the people who experienced Star Wars when it was first a phenomenon in theaters and the people like the kids who went to see E.T. for the first time when it came out have probably had a very different experience with it because culturally it was Maybe. relevant for the time. Then... Later on, people who discover it after the fact, growing up in a different time, probably see it differently. Like, if you watch the Batman next month and that to you becomes the definitive take, then you will probably see those other takes. Maybe you revere them and you say they're great, but not the same way. I have an interesting comparison, though, because I remember when um, Phantom Menace came out, that was my first introduction to Star Wars. And, yeah, unpopular opinion, but Jar Jar Binks, right? (laughs) <laughs> he made it into like I remember there was a KFC cups because I remember being in KFC and there was a Jar Jar Bing, Bing's cap essentially that kids had on their tables and they were completely okay with him looking like this and <laughs> there was no sort of like weirdness it's, about he's him being now. made into toys yeah. and and you see a ton of toys like obviously Star was made known Again, for merchandise Jar Jar Bing's 
Jar Jar Binks was was charming and funny and like <laughs> it was a silly character. It was different. It was for wrong. Star Wars. But <laughs> yeah, it was there. It's That's a, part a very of, interesting uh, part choice of, the of universe words. now. But my question is, why why don't I don't see any merchandise from ET? Is there any mer- were there toys that kids yeah, could, were able were, to play with? I'm sure there you were, could. I there see were how animals yeah. and, and like action figures and I'm sure there's hot you know. toys for it and like you know yeah. there's really it's just okay. uh, here's the thing though like I think like to uh, compare okay I have one but it's not anywhere near me so I can't bring it to show but don't <laughs> you know where I'm going with this right like the today's equivalent of something I I don't think ET was ever as beloved as as baby Yoda is today Grogu baby Yoda oh. is today. I have I have it's in the other room and I can't walk away to get it. But hmm. you could go get it. There's versions of it, which is just a plush toy. There's like the hot toy, a small action figure version. There's a version which is like an animatronic version. There's the one that talks and stuff. So it's... interestingly, Jadu reminded me of Baby Yoda. But like, a, I mean, obviously he's completely different color, but that yeah. that's the kind of... Uh... Thing I got it was yeah. a lot more lovable a lot more approachable a lot more I agree. yeah I want to be friends with you that's that's why I drink um, blue Gatorade not green Gatorade um <laughs> that's why that's that amongst <laughs> other reasons um but okay so I mean I guess to kind of wrap oh, wow. up our like take on on ET so let me yeah let, let me just say I don't think that they did a great job of establishing why the connection was so strong between these two characters I didn't really get why, um, you know, like he gets really sick and then yeah. he and, and when he shows up, having been lost for, you know, gone missing for a day and he comes back with, you know, like black eyes <laughs> and just totally out of it. I mean, I thought his mom underreacted, you know, like, oh, thank God you're home. Thank God you're home. Look at him, you know, <laughs> yeah. which I think um, the reaction in Koimilgar from the mom is very different. But yeah, we'll talk. About yeah. That. Yeah. Um, and and to just, you know, put a capstone on it, it's just like it was the, a lot of the storytelling and a lot of the implications of yeah. E.T. are sophisticated. And I will give it that mm-hmm. um, the shots are well done. The I mean, and, and a lot of the filmmaking techniques are great. I'm not going to take that away from it at all. The yeah, story Brian's, is nice. Brian's saying that the shots were shot on the eye level of a child to like, further it's just, connect. Like, you know, there were low the angle shots. They're looking up at the adults. They were never like, that's just the cinematography is what he's talking about mostly. Yeah. But I think even from a storytelling perspective, that movie was like, like the Goonies, for example, right? That movie was very much made primarily for kids and for, for like families with kids where like the parents take their kids to the cinema to watch it. It wasn't necessarily a movie, like I think Pixar does a great job of making movies that are great for kids. But if you're an adult, you can enjoy it because you're gonna get different things out of it. But, but the you Goonies know, the is movie... another one with a with a big creepy looking dude, you know. I was, sca- I was also scared of him when I was a child. Yeah, puts his <laughs> finger Goonies, in the kid's mouth just or not him. Yeah, but, didn't like yeah. the Goonies. Yeah, like I, the Goonies. I, I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the Goonies. I've and and to me, E.T. just it didn't connect that same way. It's, it's like one of those things where I think if I was maybe five, six years old and I watched E.T. for the first time, I would probably have reacted to it differently than like watching it for the first time there, in my teen years. But there like, was you know? someone that you might 
I bet everyone connected with, and that was Drew Barrymore. Can I, you guys were right, you told me that this is probably the best thing um, if I watch it, like the best performance of Drew Barrymore, and I completely second that. Uh, she plays Elliot's little sister, and she's incredible in that. I really, really enjoy that. So, um, yeah, I just really needed to say that because I don't think she's known for that. She's no, she's not known. You know, I but think like she was always she was always good after that. She, yeah, yeah, I mean, her career has been, but that's a up and down. It's been weird. Yeah, yeah no, I'm like it, she's she's really. Um, what's great about this performance is how real it is. You know, it's. Because everything that exactly. she does to be funny or to be outland, like it's put on. Um, in ET, she really is that little girl. Yeah, um, it really yeah. works. It works yeah, perfectly. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I, think I believed she, every second of it. She she had a great work ethic. I, I think she showed up to the set one day with a high fever and then got yelled at the director who did not know she had a high fever, and you know, like Spielberg later apologized wow. to her and all that. Yeah, I, I, but, but you know. <laughs> I think we're going on a tangent. I think overall, yes, the movie was was um, good, but I, I just I just I just don't think that movie ages quite well because because to me the the definition of aging well is can an audience today from whether it's just target demographic or otherwise connect to the film. It did a lot of things well. Like I think animatronics were good. Like tech, from a technical standpoint, the movie was fantastic. I think it had overall better visual effects than what we're going to compare it to. And I think some of the, like in terms of leaning into the physics, the real, the realism of it to whatever degree you can do in a movie of this sort was done well. And there were some logical, you know, in terms of the logic of the film, it was well, but, but as far as from a, on a spiritual, like not spiritual as in religion, but like the spirit of the story, the, the way it's meant to connect with the audience, I think it very much, work for its time because it made like it was made for ten and a half million dollars and it made like seven hundred almost seven hundred ninety three dollars mil seven hundred ninety three million dollars <laughs> at the yeah. box office. So it was like a runaway hit. I mean you talk about like the you know the the company that released the production studio I think it was Columbia Pictures, so like now owned by Sony. They probably like raked in cash head over heels. Like it's ten percent sure. like of it, of the budget just went to Alien Creatures, which is like a million, which is a significant chunk. But but still, like overall, the movie was financially successful, and I think it was critically successful. It it got nominated at the 55th Academy Awards nine times, like nine nominees, and it ended up winning Best Original Score, Visual Effects, Best Sound, Best Sound Editing, and it also won five Saturn Awards and two Golden I mean, Globe Awards. Okay, can I just say? So, Blade Runner came out in 19, 1982. So when you compare Blade Runner <sighs> and E.T. You're hurting me. Stop hurting me. I don't think that... <laughs> that just makes... I don't want to hate this movie anymore. I don't want to hate this movie at all because I don't think it's a terrible film. But when you say I things like that... I don't hate it. I, but, but when you say yeah. things like that, like, you know, let's, you're, 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 you don't do that to me. Um, because definitely I think <laughs> when it comes to things like best visual effects... If if E.T. and Blade Runner were truly considered in the same year for the Academy Awards, I'm I'm I'll, I yeah. yeah no let's not go there. I know That's, I looked it up. Blade, if after, Blade Runner, I don't yeah. know. Was it in the same yeah. year? Like was it the same year of consideration? Like same it was, year. 
That's stupid. That's 1982. I'm sorry, that's stupid. Um, Let's switch gears a little yeah. bit and talk about Koi Milgya, because, again, to call this even a loose adaptation is generous. Um, we have a lot of the same plot points, but they don't appear for quite some time. I think I was an, I was an hour into the movie when I saw an alien. Um, and we get a whole different backstory to a much older kid. Um, yeah. No, I think that's... I totally agree with you. I, I my, This movie is a very loose adaptation, if, if, like you said, if you can even call it that. I mean, yeah, you can call it a remake slash adaptation, but it, 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 it isn't by any means straight up ripping off E.T. Because... To me, that takes the concept of E.T., but does a lot more work with it, if I were to put it in one sentence. I agree. You know? Like, it, it, it focuses on uh, on the main character of, what, what's his name? Rohit Mera? Rohit Mera, yeah. So, and that's played by, by the way, the main act, the actor who plays the, the lead in this film is the son of the director, if you guys did not know that. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Hrithik Roshan is the name of the actor who has since then become one of the biggest actors in all of Bollywood history. He's one of the best dancers in Bollywood history, too, if you, you know, you probably He, he was really great. He is. He's he was so good. He was incredible dancer. And that was, I think, oh one of his, yeah. it, it was one of his first five films of his career, I think. And so he was very much young, like very much only just getting into the industry. And Let since me, then, he's say... just skyrocketed. In, in terms of what it takes to be a Bollywood actor, this, re I mean, I look at what American actors do. They like, they underact, they underperform. They're just yeah. kind of there on the screen, you know, and it's like, I'm going to do more storytelling. I was like, this guy dances, he sings. I mean, he's jumping around. He's playing different levels of intelligence through this whole thing. I mean, it's a brilliant performance and it takes so really much good. more work to be yeah. a Bollywood actor. I mean, I, the I physicality of the dances were just like super impressive. It, it was incredible, and and then we get you know Ryan Gosling in La La Land, and it's just like how can you even compare it? Is and it's, it's not, yeah. So I don't think it's a devotion. fair comparison. Like this is the one part I think where Bollywood, it's it's just not even fair because when you look at the quality of that's why when I look at Hollywood musicals, I look at Hollywood musicals musicals and I consider like okay. Great musical, but it's 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 not a Bollywood movie level quality of song because, and part of that has to do with culturally how significant songs are. Like a yeah. bad Bollywood movie yeah. can make its money back from just the songs alone because of the money it makes from selling the album and the and 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 the music videos, how much it gets traction. So, but but yeah, I mean, I think in this movie, it's it's not lost on me the idea that it takes the concept of what ET did and and it creates. Um, uh, it creates a story that not only works for kids, but it creates a story that people of all ages can, you know, watch and not be bored of, of it or, or, you know, not react adversely to it. Like, oh my God, like, why am I watching this movie? It, it does a lot more for different audiences of different demographics, different age groups than, than, than E.T. did, yeah. which was very much directed at kids. Um, yeah. yeah. By the way, again, so... Here's here's another fact. Again, our producer doing a lot of good work for us today. Hrithik Roshan, the the lead of this movie, was the first actor to win both Best Actor Critics and Best Actor at the Filmfare Awards. Which, by the Filmfare Awards, by the way, are like the Filmfare itself is like a magazine. It's like the Hollywood Reporter of 
of, of India. And it's considered to be like mm -hmm. one of the most, the Filmfare Awards are one of the most prestigious awards. Um, they're like semi, they're not quite Oscars because the Oscars is like set up by the Academy of Motion Pictures and Arts and Sciences. Whereas in, in, in India, I think it would be like the National Film Awards would be the comparison. But as far as prestige goes, the Filmfare Awards are about as prestigious as the Oscars are in Hollywood for Bollywood. Also, and can I just say he, won he that aged award for this really movie. well. Yeah, if you've seen his recent stuff, yeah. So much. He he looks incredible in compared to 2003, could I just say. Good yeah. for him. Yep. No, I mean, and because this guy that, is, yeah. he's got all the physical tools. Like, he's like six feet something tall, and he's a fantastic actor. He's always in great mm. shape. He's got all the charisma in the world. He's a great dancer. I mean, you know, and he, everything he that really you need. a really likable character, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, like even even when cuz I've seen this this sort of flowers for Algernon plotline happen where you become super intelligent and suddenly you're not likable at all. And Yeah. He stayed likable from beginning to end. I was rooting for him through the entire movie. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree I with not, you. Yeah. No, I, I was I, not rooting for the girl as much as for him. I just wanted him to succeed like from the start to bottom so yeah yeah no th uh, this is, is he better than our elliot how do we compare him to elliot <laughs> <laughs> well i don't think it's uh, a fair comparison but yeah and how okay so should we explain what um it's quite different because he's an adult playing no he's an adult in a in a mind of a with the mind of a child essentially yeah that's how so yeah, essentially, um, the way it's sort of in the marketing for the movie and as well as, you know, the way they sort of described it in the behind the scenes features at the time, they, they said, you know, this this character is got a developmental disability or he's developmentally disabled or like today we would say he's on the spectrum, you know, like he's just mm -hmm. he's he's, you know, maybe I think in the movie he's meant to be like some somebody in his 20s or maybe he's 30 odd years old physically but mentally he is you know in terms of what you would expect his um intelligence level to be would is far behind far behind that so he in the movie i think he is in fifth grade or sixth grade yeah. and, and they, they do a great grade. job of making you feel yeah. the sympathy um through his mother through his his alienation and feeling like he's no pun intended there or perhaps pun intended by the director, but he is alienated um, and kind of an outcast, even though he's yeah. got these these friends, but it's always a different group of little kids around him. Um, but they're and, great. They're very mature, like for children. I thought, well, they, I mean, they treat him the better they... than, than the, the people his own age, um, with the exception exactly. of the love interest, um, who is also like she learns, she, she finds him charming. Um, and even she is like excited when he gains this intelligence and can use it. Um, yeah. And is even yeah. overwhelmed when he can dance like crazy. <laughs> Which there's a whole sequence really in good. the in like a nightclub, right? Like where he's like, "Oh, yeah. I'll learn. Like I'm I'm a little you know rough around the edges, but I'll get there." And then in like five minutes, he's there and 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 so much more. Which is. That's kind of the, the charm of the Bollywood movies at the time, which are like, oh my God. Basically, back then, a lot of Bollywood movies used to use songs, like, you know, as a means to progress the story a lot faster 
than it would mm -hmm. if you had to do like a sequence of scenes to show character development. Whereas in a song, you're like, right. okay, we're dancing and singing, and all of a sudden the character goes through some major <laughs> transformation. And, you know, like in that one song that we were re referencing now, like he goes from barely being able to dance at the right of the beginning to becoming like the best dancer in the building by the end of the song, right? Possibly the world. Possibly the world. He was really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But, and then on top of that, um, you know, we learned that the reason he's gaining all of these abilities is because of the alien. The alien has given him, has endowed him with these gifts. Um, and he's which, not E.T., right? He's Jadu, he's which Jadu. means magic. Yeah. Yes, which and, I think is spelled J-A-D-O-O or J-A-D-U, depending on how you want to say it. But yeah, it stands for magic. It, it translates to magic from Hindi to English. Magic. And I think, you know, like the, the alien understands the character and is so generous with him. And that relationship is not something that we see in E.T. We don't understand mm -hmm. why Elliot is connected other than that they have this link. It's explicit. And, you know, they, he, he thanks Jadu. And yeah. like when he leaves and he's able to leave him with the gifts um it's the the ending isn't oh i'll miss you it's thank you so much for everything yeah i'm gonna do the best it's i a, can with these gifts mm. that's such a nice ending it, it really is i mean and that's to me part of what makes this movie so much more fulfilling than 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 et because i think yeah like, i watch this movie and every time and i and i feel like a certain sense of satisfaction and and what do you call it, like a release? Like, you know, what, what is, I'm looking for a very specific word. Like when a character gets closure, huh? Clo closure, closure. Yeah. Like I, I, that's not exactly the word, but, but still you, you feel uh, like you've gone on a journey that's complete and you've left it at a catharsis. catharsis. Yes. That sense of catharsis, catharsis in this yeah. movie, I think is the biggest thing that stand, it makes, makes it stand out from, from E.T. Because I just never got that from E.T. I just never thought that movie connected with me on that level. So uh, this one does. In very much the same way as the movie, E.T. as a film just sort of stops by, creeps you out, makes you think, and then disappears and you go, huh? That yeah. was, that's, and yeah. It's got a good score, but then you cannot top that with, yeah. You know, I mean, Bollywood tops that times million, you know, with the with the songs. Right. They might, like, I know I started with a very negative opening. I didn't like it. I didn't like the experience of watching it, but there is a lot, a lot more better aspects of it than E.T. If I had yeah. to choose my, like, the one, I would definitely go with the uh, Ko... Koi Milgia. Koi Milgia. Oh my God. <laughs> so, but so here's here's what I'm thinking is, I I wouldn't have the appreciation for Koi Milgia without watching E.T. Um, yeah. And on top of that, you know, as a as my first Bollywood experience, I was I was delighted, and I will I will end it there. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I gotta be honest. I think the visual effects in some ways weren't as good as what we saw in E.T. because uh, Hollywood just had, you know, better tools, even though you're comparing 1980 to 2003. But I like to think that back then, Bollywood was a good two decades behind in technology in terms of production quality sure. and everything from what Hollywood has. 
Um, because, you know, Hollywood had Star Wars happen. Bollywood did not really have anything of, of the ilk that kind of drove that yeah. level of advancement. But, but yeah, I think the VFX, what they did a lot, they, they, they took their limitations and they leaned into them. Because you see a lot of, like, when the alien spaceship comes in, that's clearly a miniature, right? Which is yeah. exactly what they did with the ET in 82, because they were like, it's going to be more realistic than doing a CGI model in 80, 1982. And in 2003, they were like, yeah, well, our CGI yeah. ain't that good, so we were going to do what they did in 82 with ET. Um, but, but I think just quickly touching back on, on the creature design, it's, to me, just night and day. Like, I think the creature design is so much better because, like you guys said, like, it's closer to Grogu and, or, like, you know, Baby Yoda than, than like, Yoda. E.T. Yeah. is, like, you see that sitting on somebody's shelf at home. It's likable. Yeah, you're like, yeah. what the hell is that I think the color helps. Absolutely. Yes. I think color helps be because yeah. he's blue. He looks like nothing you've ever seen yeah. before. I'm not saying E.T. did look like something we know, we're familiar with, but... This is just completely, you know, out of this world as it's yeah. meant to be. Like, it works. Um, yeah. No, absolutely. It's spot on. I mean, the, here's the other thing. I'm just going to quickly, I, I'm just going to say this. Um, this is a fun fact that you guys, I don't know if you noticed it or not, but they show it when there, there's, a, there's a shot in the movie where the two, the alien and, 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 the, and Rohit and Jadu, like, shake hands. But if you notice, hmm. Hithik Roshan in real life, one of his hands, he's got, like, a double thumb. And that's like a that's if you notice there's a shot in the movie where they show like them shaking hands and you see the two thumbs and if if I put I'll put up this picture again if you notice on the right image you see the alien has a double thumb like on the on the hand he's got like the double thumb going on and yeah. that that was a part of the creature Maybe, design yeah. where they they were like oh you know Hithik Roshan in real life has this it's like a it's like a uh, something that he's had from birth some kind of a you know um, some, some, I, I don't know what exactly to call it, but um, it's, it doesn't, I think, affect his ability to do anything. It's just like a very unique yeah. uh, feature where he's, he's got a double thumb on one of his hands. I forget if it was right or left hand. But then they were like, let's make yeah. the alien have that too. And then it sort of creates that, it's like a, sub, huh. it's like a subconscious means to like create that connection. Um, I don't know if you guys notice it at all, but I've seen enough no. movies with him to know, like, and and no. to kind of see that enough to to realize that. And it's not something I'm pointing to, saying, "Oh, that's so creepy, weird." I'm saying, you know, in this movie, they did a really good job of of u using honoring that to it. their advantage and honoring it, and not because here's the other thing: they made a decision very early on. I think Hitler Russian did in his career to not hide that. I mean, a you have to do a ton of VFX to try to hide that, and b sure. I don't think it's right to even try to do that. But that's like a real thing on his. If you notice it in the movie and you're like, oh, did they do that for the movie? No, it's, it's his, in real life, his hand, like one of his hands, he's got like a double thumb. Um, but hmm. again, and those like small details that, you know, I think I, I can really appreciate um, yeah. about this film. Takes so few watches if, to, um, if I'm hearing everybody back. correctly, it seems for the first time we, we're kind of unanimous here yeah. in that... Uh, we prefer shocking. this Bollywood film. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, kind of shocking. Yay. Um, I mean, but... it didn't start like this. Oh, no. We lost them for a second. Oops. It didn't start. I mean, yeah, it, sometimes it takes a conversation about it. I mean, that's the beauty about film. Sometimes it, you just need to talk about it and then wrap it yeah. to actually see, yeah, this is so much uh, better. It works slightly better. No, I, I, sorry, yeah. I'm still here. I just, my, my camera's battery apparently like ran out at the worst possible time. Um, oh, that's all good. <laughs> oh. Well, 
So let's let's uh, let's throw it back to you, viewer. Did you like this comparative concept? Should we do more of these things? Let us know in the comments. Like and subscribe and share and do all those things. We'll be back talking about some other interesting stuff soon. You don't have oh, to wait too Oscars? long, but we'll be back. What, possibly the Oscars. Those are coming up. Um, but that's Exciting. it for us today. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Yeah.